Hello, everyone, and welcome to Grip Lock Foundation Disc Golf Weekly Podcast. I'm Hunter, joined as always by Trevor and Connor, and it's World's Week. Woo! Uh, so yeah. we're going to talk about Worlds, obviously. Um, we'll go back over our power rankings just so you know where they're at going into Worlds. Yeah. We'll do a little Trevor's trivia. Because everybody was so happy with them, we just wanted to bring them up again. Yeah. Oh, Robbie C. DM'd me something about that that I'll have to bring we'll up. We'll bring it, yeah. yeah. And then we'll get into some news that broke last week. And I have a new app I discovered that I got to tell everyone about. Oh! Because I'm very curious. And that's on not an ad. And that's not an ad. <laughs> yeah. Maybe someday. Uh, let's get into some sponsors. This is one. It's called Angry Birds. <laughs> so many disc golfers have tons of extra discs cluttering up their closets and cars. They are, there's very few storage products on the market that are designed specifically for golf discs and that don't waste any space. And unfortunately, the ones that do exist are terribly expensive. But now there's finally an affordable option thanks to today's sponsor, DiscBox. DiscBox is the only low-cost disc golf storage product on the market. You can go to DiscBoxDG.com and you'll find quantity discounts, wholesale options, multiple colors, and most importantly, no order minimums. So you can order just as a single box if you want. Visit DiscBoxDG.com today and get your collection organized. Use code GRIPLOCKED for 10% off your order as well. We also have a new sponsor alert. They were sponsored last week and they came back this week. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting tees that a man can buy. I'm wearing the navy one today. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating and most t-shirts are either way too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore. It's time to upgrade. True Classic already has helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price and our listeners can get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time, get 25% off with the code GRIPLOCKED at trueclassic.com. Almost all all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six packs, but most of us aren't packing that kind of six pack down there. If you know what I mean, fellas, you're wearing the wrong clothes. True Classics tees taper off towards, towards the bottom and they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. So it's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt that you can confidently throw in. Throw on. You can probably confidently throw, can in, throw it in it as well. Uh, <laughs> Disc golf. True Classic doesn't stop Disc at tees though. They're your one-stop shop for men's essentials. Super, e- super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe from polos to workout shirts. And the same flattering fits to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable. All of their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable price. I'm also rocking their hat today. Very nice hat. It's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. So upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the code GRIPLOCKED. Free shipping is included on purchases over $100. And it's a 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Dang, so you can stay classy with True Classic. 25% off is banging. That's that is really banging. good because they're already pretty affordable and shirts. And your banging dad bottle. Thank you. Hunter, I will yeah. say that you do look like a 1992 Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. I just, I almost just dislocated my shoulder. Yeah, that pop. <laughs> that, that hurts so that, bad. Somebody get this guy a pop filter. Jeez. <laughs> Worlds. <laughs> I tried to come up with a world soundtrack, and I just went with the graduation pomp yeah. and circumstance. Yeah, and it like took a while for you to like shift notes. So I thought you were just making like a I started too noise. high. I started yeah. too high. I, like, I felt like I was watching Teletubbies. I've never seen Teletubbies. But you know what? That is one thing that that like none of the disc golf majors have really done yet. That could like take it to the next level is like an anthem that like you play. Oh, that's a like good during idea. the coverage when the B roll is going. Like think about Who the runs Masters the world worlds. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> Can we? <laughs> Let's edit that song to make that the anthem and suggest that to the PDGA. It just replace girls yeah. with the world. Who runs the world? Worlds. <laughs> Who runs his mother? Worlds. <laughs> we, but I'm Why saying like the so Masters funny? has that like really like oh. slow piano like tradition unlike any other thing. Like you have like Georgia. the Champions League has a really good um, anthem. I think that Worlds should make an anthem. 
Who runs the world? They should, Hans, they should get Hans Zimmer to make it. They can probably get him, right? Hans, Hans Zimmerman. Maybe they can get Zon Zimmer, his brother. <laughs> <laughs> if world happened, we're getting him. Corey Wong. <laughs> if Corey Wong's gonna make it, hey, that's hey man, fair. dude, if don't it, come after Corey, Corey, dude. I would never. If Corey Wong Connor, makes it, Corey, it's gonna if you're be him Connor a, does not like you. If it's gonna be Corey Wong making it, it's gonna be him holding a strap, being like, oh, bop, 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 and no one would understand the music because it's okay. If you had to pick smart. a world's theme song right now. You don't. You can't edit it. I'm picking the Shakira Africa. That's song. What I was just thinking. <laughs> She's, She's going to jail, bro. She's going to jail. She's going to jail. Connor, what are you for picking? For tax fraud. <laughs> what All you the picking, Spaniards, Connor? man, they always end up in jail for tax evasion. I don't know what it is. <laughs> can't say that. Connor, no, it's always no. It's always either soccer players or people related to soccer players because she was married to one. I swear, it's I've seen it so many times. <laughs> it was controversially it's ever been said on this podcast. Yeah, what the fuck? and I said I didn't like Germans last week. Uh, Connor, what what song are you picking to be the theme song for Worlds? Oh my goodness, I would have to go with. Um, I would have to go with. I want to choose something classy, you know. You could just do like the Rickroll song. Yes. I'm never going to give you. <laughs> that would be really funny. I'm going to just search the word worlds and see what the first song oh. that comes what up. What about We Are the World, like the uh, the fundraiser song they did with all the celebrities a couple times they've done it. Oh, mm. oh, I'm going to do, um, what is this song? I don't know. The Christmas song. Don't play it though. <laughs> Where it's like uh, Christmas shoes? <laughs> no. <laughs> it, they all like came together. It's like... Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? No. It's the, it was like a bunch of artists came together. You're talking about We Are the World. It wasn't a Christmas song. It was to raise money for like um like when there was a tsunami. No, there's Look a up Christmas we are the world. one. That's not what I'm thinking of. It's the same idea, but there's a Christmas one. You're talking about there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> the words of that song are so offensive. Really? Is it really? <laughs> Do they know it's Christmas? Band-Aid. 1984 version. <laughs> That was a bunch oh. of people together, right? I have no there idea. There won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. The only oh, what's the, just look up the words to that song and just read them. They're like it's like it's not necessarily. I it definitely could be offensive because it's like wow, that's just. And it's Christmas to, time. There's no need to be afraid. At Christmas time, we let in light and we banish shade. And in our world of plenty, we spread a, we can spread a smile of joy. Throw your arms around the world at Christmas time. Get to the chorus. But say a prayer. Pray for the other ones at Christmas time. It's hard when you're, ha- but when you're having fun, there's a world outside your window, and it's a world of dread and fear, where the only water flowing is the bitter sting of tears. Jeez. <laughs> and the Christmas bells that ring are the clanging chimes of doom. Well, tonight, thank God, it's them instead of you. That's brutal. <laughs> yeah. That's not right. Now, what is to, going get on? To the get to the chorus. And there won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time. The greatest gift they'll get this year is life. Where nothing ever grows, no rain nor rivers flow. There's rivers in Africa. He's just like assuming that everybody in Africa has a terrible life. Do they know it's Christmas what time in at the all? World, dude. What? I'm pretty sure. Even like, have they ever been to Wakanda, dude? It's so catchy. <laughs> Dang. Never mind. We're not doing that. We're not doing the first day Band Aid Christmas one. All right. I'm going back to. We're going back to. Um, Guys, this is Griplock. <laughs> no, I'm picking a world song. But this is World's Week. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> okay, I'm going to my pump-up like playlist. I'm right now. Who I'm just going to my pump-up playlist. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just take every song with the word girl in it and replace it with, oh. with Worlds. Uptown Worlds. We'll go Hall of, Hall of Fame Uptown by the script. Worlds. Hall of Fame by the script. 
There we go. That's the world theme song. Somehow I feel like they'd actually pick that. That's gross. Because I think of the like James Conrad raising it as he's standing in the Hall of Fame, raising the trophy up. I could see it. Yeah, I could, and I don't like it. All right, well, Worlds returns back to Emporia for the first time since 2016. If you're still listening. Yeah, this is the first place. Ricky won his first Worlds here uh, it, by six strokes. Worlds Aww. just this wants is, to have fun. This is Sorry. also the site. <laughs> That's even better. This is also the site of Valerie Jenkins' fourth world title. Do you all remember that? That was wild. Yeah, the fact that she actually won another one. Like Everybody thought she was past her prime and yeah well that was one, so that was also in the fierce documentary if you haven't watched it yet um, oh she was told by innova because she was going to innova right and she was asking innova like what do i need to do like they wouldn't put her name on a disc and they were telling her the reason why was that a female's name would would make a disc sell worse and they said if you win that four actually happened like how yeah have not been canceled they said if you win four we'll put your name on a disc so she won four and she picked i forget which disc she the picked Valk. Did she pick the Valkyrie? There's definitely four time Valks. No, that's no, because there's four time Starfires. That's what she ended up with. Her name was on a Valk. There's Valerie Jenkins Valkyries. Valkyrie Jenkins. So the, the Starfire is definitely what she ended up. Okay, with. but there's I literally there was one in our use section. <laughs> it was old though. I feel like it was like a two time. Find it. Find an image. Find an image. I swear to you, I swear to you, there was one in the use Where do you say Starfire? Starfire, 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 Starfire. Starfire. I don't see it. I searched Valerie Jenkins Valkyrie. What the frick? I'm going to keep talking. Anyways, I'm going to try and find it. The disc that she picked, Enova told her, no, that will, like, that disc is too popular. We can't Mm. put your name on it. What about the Starfire? And so that's when she went to Discraft and got her name on the Thrasher. Dang. That's when she left Enova. But that was Dang, 2016. Enema. Unless I'm, unless that I was had like, that was had Juliana Corver's name on the Valk. Maybe that's what it was. But I could have sworn. I mean, in 26, it was in 2016. Because that was like Paige was already in her prime. I Everyone how expected much, Paige or Cat to win, and then Valerie Jenkins just like, guess what? Oh, I'm back. Is it okay? This this is what it was. Maybe it's Corver's name on there. Yeah. Okay. It was Corver. It yeah, was so Corver's faded. On the Valk. It was so faded. I assumed it was Val. Wow, that's Think crazy. About in 2016, how much smaller disc golf was. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, I was at the 2016 Worlds, and when Rick won, he had one-time wristbands already made. It was th- threw him out to the crowd. Dang. And then put on, I think he put on a hat that said one-time world champ or something that's like that. Sick. That's pretty sick. He had a bunch of merch ready. That's so, Rick, I bet it was that's the flattest good. build hat you've it ever was. seen. It was. 2016 was flat build boys. That, that Rick doesn't wear use, hats anymore. He had to use bobby pins to hold it on the back of his head. Rick, only the only hat he wears now is the... Uh, the bucket hat, bucket hat, Rick. Bucket hat, Rick. Let's he make. Look, a, he does look good without a hat. I think His we make a prediction good. right now. Oh, the bucket hat's definitely coming out. But I think only the last round. Mm. I hope so. He I, needs it the last round. I can't yeah. wait to get into predictions. This is the most confident I've ever felt about right. my predictions. Before. I think bucket hat Rick definitely comes out last. Um, round. They played Jones East and Country Club for Worlds in 2016, which now they're playing Jones Supreme, Supreme. which is at the Jones the East. The worst thing. first hole in all of disc golf history. Yeah, let's talk through that. So. It's they added so a wall to the back bad. to try to make people want to go for it matter. more. Doesn't matter. It still doesn't matter, I don't think. No, it doesn't matter. I mean, I wa- we watched Ezra and Brody's <laughs> practice round. Obviously, two solid disc golfers, and it took them like eight shots to get one on, and a lot of them weren't even close. It's a really hard shot. Well, they also, so for their doubles match against Mason and uh, yeah. Emerson, I think two out of the four made it. Mason and Brody made it, and I think the, Ezra and everything. Here's made the it. thing it's not a bad disc golf hole. Don't no, get it wrong. No, it'd just be like 17. Yeah, it's. But as a whole one, you should never have yeah, like half the field or more 
going out of bounds or laying yeah, up on the first hole. That's not a good. That's not you, a good look for a no, hole. No, yeah, one. you want like the excitement of the event to like come through in the first what drive. What do you think is the best first hole? I think hole one should be like a par four. Yeah, I think par four with a Where pretty the, easy tee shot. The tee shot can't really go OB. Yeah, because then everyone can step well, up, just get look one at, and play. Um, Look at the country club. The country club's not a bad one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. Home. It's just kind of a it's kind of just a hyzer. I kind of like a par three for a hole one because it's exciting because no one's going to take a huge number, but a par three either fine. park it, you either park it or you don't. And I just like some the idea of like I d- you just announce a player. I like them just being on a rip. and they can just rip one, and it's just yeah. like fun as the audience to watch. You don't have to worry like they can let loose. You don't have to worry about where it's going. None of that. You don't have a first like you don't have that awkwardness of. Next on the tee, Connor Kennedy, and then you turf, and then you like yeah, throw, they you announce don't park you as it, the five-time like, world champion, and no one claps. Oh, yeah, it's just like this awkward. Like I guess I get that. That's what I'm thinking because like Emporia Country Club, there's basically no drive that's going to be like, oh, that was awkward. It's pretty tough to mm. mess one up there. It's like it's the same way at um at Des Moines, their first hole. It was kind of just a hyzer. Like it wasn't there was yeah, an OB, but, but like fine, it was a hyzer because then the second shot's hard enough yeah. that there's still score separation. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the first hole, the first hole, like. I, it's just it's mind blowing to me because most of disc golf courses get the first hole like I there I can't think of any other first holes that are like such a crime as this one. It's so bad. It's, yeah, it's and then rough. and then they watched it. They watched it be so bad during DDO and like it was so awful. And then they just kept it. So that well, they added a. Good I want to know what's yeah whoopty. I want to know what sick twisted mind like is is backing that hole because somebody who's like in charge of things is like loves that hole and they need to be they need to be well, it's gotta be say, it's gotta be say the person E-Mac. that wins with the person Probably that wins E-Mac. world are they getting hole one first day yeah i'd say if you don't get hole one first day you're, you're not, not winning, winning. worlds <laughs> so funny. you just start crossing off the list as soon as they start teeing off oh. uh, <laughs> they played the same courses for the ddo um uh, there's apparently some minor tweaks for worlds but it's essentially the same yeah. Uh, like minor tweaks like we're talking as far as from what I've heard or seen is like they added the extra brick layer yeah. on hole one they might have just tightened or loosened some OB here and there but it's pretty much the same but it's going to be completely different because the wind yeah. let's actually go ahead and look at let's Emporia get an early weather. wind forecast it's definitely going to be Emporia Kansas weather in the spring all right let's go wind so worlds the rain and everything's moved out tomorrow the wind highs weather nine mile good. per hour Wednesday four, five mile an hour high wind Oh, that's not bad at all. Eight mile an hour Thursday, eight mile an hour Friday, seven mile an hour Saturday, nine mile. They're, they're not playing on Sunday. Yeah, there will be a that's breeze. Practically, but no there's wind. basically no yeah, wind. So none. these courses are about to get shredded. That's fun. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. I'm 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 here. I'm here for it. That certainly plays this to some players' strengths. We'll say that. Well, yeah, I think it's going to be completely different than like you. You can't like if you look at DDO. Obviously, you had Ricky won. Simon was up there. Paul missed the cut. Like there's yeah. a lot of weird story like video. It's not going to be people the same. Think. Yeah, because yeah, that the being win. said, Rick might win, so like yeah. don't don't get us wrong there. But no. like, yeah, you're not going to see guys getting chewed up the same way they did. Exactly, because that was the that was the tournament that led Drew Gibson to tweet that thing that was like, we need to change, like there need to be a maximum amount of win we can play in because like at some point this isn't disc golf. Yeah, he tweeted that about the weather at Idlewild too. He's two for two on the. Uh, on the weather tweets this year. Yeah. We start calling him the weatherman. That's, <laughs> That's funny. funny. <laughs> like a Drew Gibson weatherman. Drew the weatherman. Um, I mean, he's got a point. The wind was pretty ridiculous. It was. It was. Because it. I think what the biggest difference was it took putting out of the equation. Because no one was yeah, running like 60 footers. My, There's no my reason favorite to. event. I, when a wind gets up like that, I get excited. The last event we ever played 
the wind was like so ridiculous that everybody was laying up from 20 feet and I think I took like third. Yeah, I felt at home. <laughs> yeah, it was great. Like it was a great Wasn't time. It, oh my gosh, was it? What was it whenever it was super windy and Eagle threw this roller that rolled so far and kept on rolling and went into like the street or whatever. Do you guys remember that? It was a long time ago. It was at Glassblown Open. There was one at, at it was like years ago. GBO that downhill par four. Eagle threw a roller off the tee and went OB long. And it was like a, it's a very long hole. This one was like, it was going and then it like stopped. Yeah, it like and turned it fall over, and then, but then turned it like, back. And then go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, that, yeah. it's that one. He went OB like long left somehow mm-hmm. on his drive. Yeah. And like that should not be possible. Because most was, people were like just, 300 feet out on their drive. Watching just kept that going. was like, it was like you were watching a comedy sketch. Yeah. I remember that. It was, it was rolling slow too. But a lot of fans have been rumbling about the courses and how they feel they're boring to watch. Um, they're not the most exciting courses in the world. But, but yeah. it's part of that. Here's something I've learned about disc golf. Like now that I've been able to travel and play disc golf a little bit. Is that disc golf courses. And this is the same for for just traditional golf courses, but it's a little different with disc golf, I think is because disc golf, there's less terrain management going on. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the location of the course has a lot to do with it. The, the natural terrain, like if you're playing a course in a location that just has distinct and signature terrain to it, that's why when we go to the Northwest, it's like crazy looking up there. Or even when you play at Vegas and it's kind of like the desert feel on the golf course, or, you know, and so on and so forth. Like that is playing in the mountains is a big one. That is very important. So when you're in flat Emporia, Kansas, nothing against Kansas. Like that's just the terrain. So courses that aren't even bad courses are There's gonna no look boring. Like, yeah, when yeah. you're when they're playing those yeah. courses out there, <clears throat> they're nothing too exciting about them. Yeah. Well, Brody uh, took to Twitter and like kind of defended them because he was saying, like, I don't he, not it, bad he's courses. like, I don't know how it comes across on camera, but like it is challenging. Yeah, and the country to the club has country club has always been a great. People course. just get sick of seeing golf courses. Yeah, I, I think I, is what I, it is with the country. Yeah, club. And I get that. What are you about to say? I Connor? have a question for you guys. Question us. Question. And um, so with the course, the course layout and everything of worlds, do you think that it's going to be a proper representation of who the best player in the world is? No. Why? Because there's no woods. There's no woods golf. Mm. I think it. It's. I just wanted to hear opinions on that. Yeah, that it, it is. It's a weird one because um, that is a very good point. Because though. disc golf, I mean, is evolving to a more open sport. But I, I actually, I think we talked about this last week. But I agree with Hunter on this one. And I, I think worlds should make their identity that they or this should be this. I, I don't remember if this was my main idea for worlds, but this is one of my ideas for worlds. Is that they should um, always feature. A woods course and an open course. I yeah, think that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, so that we it, it, we get a bit of both because woods golf, you know, it's a whole different game. Yeah, it's completely. And different. so you, you woods golf. No offense to Eagle, but it makes him statistically less likely to win. Yeah, because like he struggles more in the woods than in the mm-hmm. open. Yeah. Now has he proven that wrong in the past? Absolutely. Now, He's will, still one of the best players in the world. But I think that having a, a like a Northwoods Black and an Emporia Country Club at the same event. Yeah, that would show. A I might I might have considered Chris Dickerson. I think if you were playing Woods and Open five rounds, I'd like to see it go. Woods, or yeah, Woods, Open, Woods, Open, Open. I think yeah. that's how I'd like it. I to think go. that's fair, and because I mean, yeah. the the issue with Jones Supreme and the Country Club is they don't play similarly, but they they, they require similar. a similar type of golf, kind of. Yeah, like they're they both require a more open like. 
the dangers, the OB. Jones definitely has more trees, but it's not a wooded course at all. Yeah. There's not, it, it's, it's not like you have to hit yeah. this tight window. You know, it's, it's requiring a very specific shot type of a type of golf. I think what people don't, what people don't like per se about open golf is when you're watching wooded golf, you can, you get so much more context for the line of the disc because you can see it weaving through trees. When you're watching open style golf, you, your only content on the first guy who throws on a hole, like you really, especially if they're zoomed in a good bit on the disc, you really don't know what's happening until it lands. And then you can kind of take that context, like knowing how much it flipped and apply that to the rest of the people throwing on the card. But it's harder to get that idea. I mean, you see Hunter and I both watched the tour championship this, this past weekend and the amount of tools that they use to give you context for where the ball is, that's 3d, like, like side map side map where it's showing the flight of the ball with the tracer. Like yeah. they do an, it, as a good of a job as you can do with golf to give you, they'll do tracers and they'll show you, they'll give you the best one they do. I think is they give you the arrow. This is their target in the distance. And then when you can see the tracer and see if it's lining up with that. Um, but they do such a good job with that. Like that is something that disc golf, um, has an advantage in, but you lose a bit of that advantage in the open courses compared to the woods. Cause the woods, it's quite obvious because you can see the disc shaping itself. Yeah. Well, I think also worlds is more, or, Woods is more fun to watch from a viewer's perspective a lot of times because scramble shots look so much more impressive. Like if you're yeah. 200 feet out on a wide open course, it's going to be like a yeah. little forehand or backhand hyzer getting up and down. You're 200 feet out in the woods, you might mm-hmm. still have to throw some weird flex line or you might just like straddle you know, out and hyzer. You know what would be yeah. cool is if, if the Pro Tour technology gets to where they can do like the superimposed lines, like first down line technology type thing. But if they could do that to like a shot lands, you, you watch a shot land near the basket and then all of a sudden you see the, the circles pop up. So mm. you can see like context of how close it is to the basket. Cause sometimes that's well, kind of like in, um, or like an out of bounds line in, a disc on the tour the championship. They had like, this is the range his balls expected to land in. And they had like in the fairway, like 310 to 325. Yeah, and it yep. was like this area. They're like, this is where his ideal drive would land. And then you could see the tracer come in. Yeah, and like he'd land in that and roll out or whatever. So you knew, oh wow, that was a great shot. That would be a cool thing to add to their package because it'd be really cool for out of bounds too. Like a disc lands, and then you like. I don't think like it should be necessarily. I don't want to see like artificial lines during the shot, but afterwards to give like okay, this is where that disc is. Um, Very tough for them to add, I think. Mm -hmm. Yes, live post post very easy. No, it it's serious. But live is very yeah, be very tough. I think another reason why it's really easy to do that with like football and stuff is because the field is green, so you can just you can it's like almost like a well. Well, they also have lines that they can just yeah. That's very true. It's a very. I feel like. And also software like billions love. of dollars. Yeah, I say it's really it's really <laughs> no. the fact that they're they're using billions of dollars. No, that has nothing to do with but a number. Well, I feel like First editing software though would love like no matter where you're filming at, you like you have a, basically a grid in front yeah. of them. And like yeah. I feel like a computer understands that. Exactly. Yeah, very yeah. easily. Because you yeah. can just like tag to track these two points, the two hash marks. And it's like, oh, just draw a straight line between those two. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty simple. It is pretty incredible because nowadays, I mean, they're they're throwing up all kinds of stuff, but it's so it's. I so think crazy. what I think the way that the pro tour could do it um, is after everyone drove, almost bring up like a shot map, like how ESPN has in basketball, where you see where all the shots are, like yeah. on the side, like have the the um, T sign. It would, and be- then have like their initials where they're disc landed on the T sign. The T signs would work. I think it would be, and this is something that you disc 
need to do in the future, but it would be awesome to hire somebody out. We're playing a course. Okay, it's your job to give us a basic 3D map or maybe That's even 2D say, map have a, have a, of um, each hole. Because yeah, now we can have use a virtual, that. Like, yeah. Uh, remake of the whole because now you can use it for like what you just said like a shots were just thrown here's the map but also you just can use it for their shot tracer because now mm-hmm. we're not just seeing putting from here off the fairway they can just like literally point like click okay this is an x marks a spot where they landed on the map that would be super that cool. would be that's because that's something the pga website does for their live scoring and that would be like that's like the next level well that's like how you watch basketball games when you're at a wedding Right, and you see the shots pop up from the location. Yeah, you just like yeah, sit football there does, and it's like, just like line by line. That's the like ESPN app assist, for it, yeah. OB, or like OB, wow. Foul, he's shooting free throws, but you like see, you're just like... Where it's, it's all You can watch the yeah. game as close without watching the game, mm. basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah. football works really well. You see that little pass go up in the air on the thing, yeah. It'll be very interesting, though. Uh, Worlds will still be very interesting. Because um, I, th- I do think the courses will challenge players, but no, I don't think it's going to truly show the best overall player in the world because there's no woods challenge. But um that being said, if anybody within the top five wins, like that that's like that is doing justice really. And one of them is probably gonna win. Most likely. <laughs> Most likely. The best player will probably still win. Yeah. Um but five yeah. Five rounds, you know? Five rounds. Five rounds is courses. very interesting Dang, because five rounds that gives, you know, that's one for guys like like Paul, who are playing from behind a lot this year, more than usual, that's one extra round they've got now. Yeah. To catch you. Because, so, like, Paul typically has been having that, like, one incredible round. Yeah. But it's, like, not quite enough. Yeah, if you give him an incredible round and it's like, okay, but you got one more now. Yeah. Yeah. Could be yeah, There are certain players that, that like that play from ahead a lot more and some that, that really, like, sneak up the leaderboard, and those guys are now have an advantage. Yeah. The slow starters, if you uh, will. The week started with this weird page situation probably the craziest thing ever. Um, that article is wild so this is actually they the, ulti world. the documentary turn the page nice Turning this is page. actually the ulti world article because Empor- the emporia gazette is what broke the story and it wasn't the best journalism you've ever seen <laughs> because it basically it seems like this was kind of a non-issue but how the emporia gazette made it was that there was a situation they that involved <laughs> yeah, page pierce that got the cops called on her at Emporia Country Club. Yeah, it that was, was basically what they said, bro. Somebody at the Emporia Gazette has has it out for him. Um, There's a sting sting job there. That was, but essentially, they have it out for clicks is what they have. Um, out for. Where is good point? I mean, this is a long, um, this is a long explanation. But essentially, what seemed to happen was that Paige showed up to play the the country club. It was closed, um, and but someone like. One employee like gave her keys to a golf cart. She thought she had permission. Yeah, she thought she had permission. Well, for all intents and purposes, she did, and a member called. And then a different, and then the different employee was like, "No," but a member called the cops on her. But by the time the cops got there, it was all solved with the other member because it was basically just like, "No, I got keys." And it was like one employee got her keys. One employee was like, "No, you can't have keys." This is a big misunderstanding. It was a big misunderstanding. Not a big deal at all. Why I wanted to bring it up was I thought that the PDGA director of competitions comment on the situation was interesting, depending on how you read it. Mm. So Jeff Jaquois, I believe is his name. Jaquois. He told the Emporia Gazette, he said, I can't express our disappointment on our, I can't express enough our disappointment on our organization's end. Sometimes these players just get a little too demanding and don't understand the amount of work 
it takes to make these events happen and the partnerships that are created. And we don't Bro. like the damaging. We don't like damaging partnerships. Do you want to know the craziest thing ever? Well, it just sounds like he was coming after Patreon. Yeah, yeah just you want to know the craziest the thing ever like. is that the PDGA are supposed to be for the players and they hate the players because the players are critical of them. And the PDGA is like, we can never do any wrong ever. And I don't believe they did do any wrong in this situation. But like, you are effectively, like, it's almost like the. We need it's almost like the players need a players association. Like there needs to be I think they have one. I think Yuli's the head of it. <laughs> I never even heard of it, but we need like they need somebody to back up, stick up for them because like this happens in pro sports. Like the leagues are run by the owners and governors and commissioners and they kind of like think for themselves and then you have the players association who thinks for the players and creates collective bargaining agreements to like make sure the players are taken care of and spoken for. And like the PDGA, man, they just they crap they they are they are very quick to throw people under the bus. Yeah. That's all I'll say. They, like, they I just chuck read, people under the I bus. I originally read I can't express enough disappointment on our organizations in. I was thinking he was saying from the PDGA. Yeah. Like and then he said these players. Yeah, I was thinking he was just, saying just like say it was a big misunderstanding. Like you yeah. don't have to that's the thing is that there was no reason to just chuck Paige like, under the bus. Paige like that. showed up to play a practice round. And to be fair, the course being closed is not a huge deal because it's not a few days before the world championship right, it's a no, week in advance and not, the course is going to be open Tuesday through the world championship this whole situation was nobody's fault it was just no. a misunderstanding so it's just the Monday it's apparently a common thing for golf courses to be closed on Monday to members only nice ones yeah um, and so that's what the Emporia Country Club was doing their typical Monday because per PG rules they don't have to have the course ready until Friday so this Monday way in advance the country club's closed period unless you're a member and so Paige shouldn't have been out there, but she showed up and got keys from someone and she's like, oh, I can play. She has no idea the course is closed. Um, so she's playing. It's just a misunderstanding, as the article said. Like, it's a very easy to see how it happened type thing. But yeah. then for the PDGA to just be like, sometimes these players get a little too demanding and don't understand. I'm well, like, and we know... It sounds like he was just like ranting. He's re- that, like, that, you're that a, statement. You're a reporter. That statement is totally directed at Paige too because of her comments. She's been critical about them in pa- in the past about like them not doing enough. Yeah, and so that was like you could literally apply that statement. Like they, you know, they don't like P- Paige. Like it, the PDJ man. Yeah, <sighs> it's very very interesting. They, but uh, they get them on I, I can agree because like the rest of this article does talk about somehow like Paige and like Nate Perkins were like a little bit frustrated. Um, but that of course wasn't ready that early. That's not. True That's though, fair, yeah. but because they were saying the, where the sports headed, like we need more than four days to get ready for a major. Completely fair statement. And we were talking about on debate night a little bit, and how I explained it to Brody is, I was like, what I think is four days before the event, the course needs to be truly set up, like banners. Right. But you know where open early. But the, maybe like seven days in advance or six days in advance of the tournament starting. It needs to at least have the lines, like temporary lines painted or something, something which yeah. they do have now um, because they were waiting. And this is also makes sense in Emporia's head. They were waiting to come back and fully finish lining when the parks and rec and everyone had done their final mow before Worlds on Thursday afternoon. Mm, that makes a lot of so sense. So that they didn't paint and have to go back and redo all the work. And the course didn't have to be ready per PDJ guidelines till Friday. So like, why am I going to go do it? But after they talked to the players dynamic did what dynamic does and they went out and they lined them to make sure I, from what i understood that it was already flagged but then they went out and went ahead and just painted it to be like all right we'll come back and just repaint but here we go go ahead and paint um it doesn't seem like there's gonna be anything like last year where they had lines changing overnight i don't know if you remember that at utah oh my gosh the bunker thing yeah 
I don't think that's going to, that will not happen. Uh, I would be shocked if Dynamic did something like that. But um, yeah, it, it seemed originally like a bigger deal because let me find the headline I saw. Uh, I shouldn't be. Yeah. Disturbance involving pro disc golfer being monitored. Paige Pierce of Plano, Texas reportedly had to be escorted off the course after an alleged incident on the course. The Emporia Police Department, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sounds so like that sounded like, oh, sounds like what the heck did Paige do? Yeah, it sounded like Paige like broke rule, like wrecked a cart into like was like out there joyriding or something. Yeah, like she just was trying to go. Well, she was just trying to play a course. But I, just had, I wanted to still bring it up because I thought the PDGA's assumption that Paige was in the wrong immediately was very interesting because like dynamic didn't make it like in that article everyone else had like it was like no comment because they were obviously waiting like that doesn't make sense we're waiting so every no one else talked to the emporia gazette and the pga was like so disappointing you know these players are just so demanding like yeah sorry sorry everybody like our silly players like we the pga you know like we would never but like to be fair though it does sound like the gazette like Obviously, that's how they portray things is they're trying to make it sound as aggressive as possible. So whenever they went to the PDGA, maybe act, asking for a statement or something like that, they might have posed it as, are you aware of what one of your players did? That's and fair. But if like you're not aware, I'm saying I'm, I haven't heard yet. Let me talk to the player and get yeah, back to you. You're, no, you're, you're right. right. You're I'm right. not. I, you just you don't say on record as representing the organization. Yeah. Our stupid little players. You yeah. know, they really don't understand what goes into this big stuff. They just don't get it. Yeah. You know, may, when they grow up, like, you know, they'll they'll the, mature and understand. The PDGA but does a lot of, like, um, a lot of this, like... They do word vomit. They do this, like, you just don't even know what we're doing. Like, you don't yeah. understand how difficult it is. That's yeah. the whole well, then, problem. Then we tell don't. us. You ask for $75 a year, and we don't know. <laughs> That's the whole issue. All I've ever heard is, like, all of the stuff that requires money for them is, like, the amount of, like computer work and like that goes along with like the sanctioning and the rating system and all that and it's like well I, like I don't, it makes I mean, sense yeah it makes sense but like but, invest to streamline that or something yeah do something well I just it's, i don't know give me a free hopefully, t-shirt when i sign up for a million dollars hopefully that's the <laughs> only only thing we get for this from this week Home, hopefully that's the only like weird storyline but had to bring that up. You know I do think cheap you could get a T-shirt if you bought them in the amount of bulk. Just give us a free T-shirt. Well, I hashtag free T-shirts for the PGA members. Personally, I would rather have my membership cost, even if it's five dollars less, than get a magazine every month. Like that should be an option. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Like save money. Spoken and not like get somebody who's never been in disc golf magazine. I have been. Dang. It's the disc golfer, I believe. Is what it's called. Doesn't matter. But regardless. Not something like I get it in every month. I throw it away every month, mm-hmm. or just give I us a digital copy. Like well, that should be something like that's an option. Well, save yes, save X amount of dollars. Should be an option. I used to I used to read it a lot, but nowadays I don't. Really yeah, uh, I do I think this is probably the deepest world's field ever. I didn't fact check myself on there, but like, surely it's got to be one of them. Here. It's got to be one of the deepest world fields Pretty of nuts. all time because like the A pool cutoffs a thousand four rated. Which mm. rating, obviously, whatever, but it does mean there's some very solid players that are cut into the B pool this year. Like a thousand four, that's a high, high yeah. ask. I tried going back and I couldn't find previous p- pools because yeah. the results yeah. it all mixes it. I hate that they do that. You can't find tee times either. Yeah, because I I would love to like look at 2016 when World was here last. Like, what was the rating cut between the A and B pool? I might be able to do the math, but it would take. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll rough estimate the math. You're right, Trevor. How lazy of me to not have done this last night. 
Way to call me out. I appreciate you. <laughs> I do appreciate it. I do appreciate that every once in a while, Trevor, you do just like, you really, really mean the 100. So there's 158 <laughs> players. Okay. Yeah, one of the, so when is the... Hmm. Now this is going to be a tough one. How am I going to do this? How do I, how do I, how do I find the average in the middle here? You want to borrow my TI-84? Well, like, it's obviously below 1,000. Because they, do they cut it in half? Let's just do. Let's just count how many above a thousand rated players there were. Two, yeah. four, six, eight. They do cut in half. Yeah, this should this should give us at least something. That There's forty one. That's not very many. Forty one of the hundred fifty eight players were above a thousand in twenty sixteen, and now there's two hundred thirteen players, and they cut the field in half, which I believe they do. Oh my gosh, it's so much more. Yeah, they cut the field in half. And a thousand four was a cutoff, so that's a hundred and hundred and like five more than double. Yeah, we're saying we went from forty to over a hundred players, and that's above a thousand four rated. Yes, above a hundred more. It's, it's more, than, more more than double the strength. Yeah, than the twenty sixteen field, because even if you look at the bottom, like there is Stephen Penrod. What are we doing, man? Nine thirteen rated, <laughs> playing worlds. How'd that happen? But there, there is like even favor, going man. down, called in a favor. Going down, there's a lot more even 990 rated players. Like there's a lot of guys the, that are 999, so 997. It's it's got to be one of the deepest MPO fields of all time, um, worlds wise. The best thing is like going to like fields like that and sorting by PGA number and seeing how many guys started in like the last three years that are so much better than you. Oh, let's see it. Let's do it. Let's. I'm gonna just look at my rating. Your no, your number and like how many? Are I'm in the seven seven. So. A lot of... Let me see if there's anyone that I'm better than that's above me at Worlds. Dallas Wrinkle and I are close. But like, There's guys that are like 10, 12 rated that their number is like in the 100,000s. And that's it. Nope. Cade. Like, Cade. Me and Cade are close. Brody, Brody Smith. Brody's one of the... Brody 10, is, 22 rated. Uh, well, Brody. Ezra Aderhold... His PJ number is 121, 715. It's 1028 rated. Oh, I didn't realize Ezra started I'm, that I'm, late. I'm literally half of that. Mine's 77807. I'm not half that. I'm better than Wait, like four no, people. I am almost half of that. I'm better than like four people that have newer PDJ numbers than me at Worlds. I'm 63415. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. The other thing that's been pretty cool that Ulti World came out with going in. Oh, dude, is, we got to get our son's PDGA numbers, man. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Um, <laughs> I'm not spending 50 bucks a year so for all funny, these years dude. until... Like, you can wait. I'm just going to wait till a cool number pops up and try and get it. I'm going to wait until he can play. That like, what if he just never wants to play a tournament? He's a failure, dude. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> but what if my son's a failure? Uh, that's awkward. <laughs> um, the I, I don't know where... They, like, so, Ultiworld worked in... Uh, collaboration with stat mando oh yeah to do this like betting pro world betting contest um and so basically you can enter to win like some t-shirts and stuff or uh no, get, a prize pack they're giving you fake currency to bet on fake yeah. odds but but they cool. have win percentages which i thought was very interesting i don't know how exactly they came up with them um and what's confusing is they have a model for mpo they have a modeled win percentage and then a corrected win percentage which did you understand that because i didn't um, because they change drastically. I'm assuming their modeled win percentage is probably 
has to do with like something that they created based on the season and maybe past worlds or something. And then maybe it just came out to a number that was a little, they didn't like it. So they they adjusted it to get like money lines that made sense. I don't know. Probably. But so Chris and Tatar, they have it a 35.2% chance to win. I'd say that is very fair. I think that's pretty accurate. And then Paige Pierce is at 14.8%. What I find is weird is that for the, no, I guess it's not weird that they're all plus odds because it is, after all, well, I guess for FPO, it's a little, like, Kristen at plus 170, that's pretty uh, That's pretty good. I mean, you, you, so bet, you bet 100, you, you get bet 100, you win 170. Kristen at, Kristen at those odds. And, well, no, I, I should say what's crazier is Paige at plus 530. Yeah, you bet 100, you win 530. Yeah, like, you'd have to be, if those odds actually existed, you'd have to be an insane person not to put a few bucks on Paige. Like, plus 530 for somebody who's won what five world titles mm-hmm. what are we doing yeah and like the, the craziest one go down the craziest one i saw on here was uh conrad is at what plus seventeen thousand. is that what is he at where's conrad comrades at eleven thousand. Eleven thousand. so you bet a hundred bucks you're, and if he wins you get you tell me that yeah the guy who won last year and has <laughs> won he's won two majors well, in his career and you you could win that like that's what about simon lazat plus thirty four hundred that's not those these odds seem and like because I maybe they're using a model based on golf betting but and I don't know and maybe I'm just wrong but like it seems to me that like because like yeah winning a golf tournament is a lot more random winning disc golf disc golf we have not nearly as many repeated winners especially in FPL to where like if you're gonna give Paige who realistically probably has like a 30% chance of winning if you really think about it probably and she probably has won 30% of the times this year um, and if you're going to give her plus 530 with that good of a chance, that that would be crazy. So, like, yeah. Well, it's because they don't have actual money in it. Yes. So, you're not yes, going to actually not rob actual, a blind. Yeah, they're not actually <laughs> line makers. Yeah. Uh, the one, but this is what I thought was interesting. I was trying to figure out. I was like, Eagle McMahon in the modeled win percentage plus had 44.8% chance to win. But then in the corrected win percentage, they lowered him to 20% chance to win, but put Paul at 21.9%. And they have Paul 10% chance more likely to win than Ricky. What? Why? Yeah. In the corrected win percentage, they have Paul as the most likely player to win at 21.9%. What? And yet his odds... No, they just forgot to switch their spots. No, they just didn't switch their spot. They like highlighted this as yellow for some reason. It says adjusted in the model due to a very low number of recent rounds, which are very strong. What are they claiming is their reasoning behind that? Probably the fact that he's come first or second in the last 10 years. Is that all they looked at? Maybe. No, but I mean, he came second at the major this year. I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense. Like, okay. you, when you're, I mean, if you're, it doesn't make sense for him to have a better percentage chance than Eagle or 10% better than Ricky. Let's think about it this yeah, way. It doesn't make, that's what I'm looking no, at. No, yeah, no. Compared Ricky to the should other be, players, Ricky should be, they should agree, all be around 20%. I agree. Ricky's is the most criminal one here because the fact that Ricky is like double the, you'd make double the money off of Rick than Paul at, at a course that Rick won at this year and has won Worlds at before. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. No. Um, and yeah, it gets even more shocking. Like, I, I don't I, think it gets more shocking than that. Why? I mean, Calvin Heimberg, Simon at those at those odds. Calvin Heimberg and Simon are both a little shocking. If I had real money right now, I would I'd be spraying it all over this chart. Like, I would be putting so much money on it. Well, because, because ten like, bucks on Simon, ten bucks would win you three forty. That's right? what I'm saying. I would just I would take like the bottom half of this list and just put ten bucks on them. I would take a hundred bucks and just put ten across from Ricky down to yeah. yeah. You could you would make your money back yeah. most likely because like chances are one of them wins. You'd have good odds. Yeah, 
I don't know, dude. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. But yeah, I just thought the percentage. Are you gonna Are you gonna play the game? Should, should I play it right now? You should do your submissions right now. Should I do my submissions right now. So the, how much? What's the rule? How much? So let's see. You get? Top players from each division sign future odds. Um, you bet your hundred chips on whichever players you want, and if they win worlds, you win chips. So you got a hundred. So chips. I have a hundred chips. So I'm gonna just go. Hmm. Do you get for a hundred chips for both MPO and FPO, or yes, for each? No, you must choose at least one. Otherwise, there's no limits on how many players you want. Please, please ensure you selections do not exceed ninety. Is you required to place at least ten so on? You MPO get a hundred combined. Combined, you have to do at least ten. Well, on each I'm only division. doing like I'm doing the majority on FPO. Yeah. Because I can go. I think the money's in FPO. I think I go. 50-30. I feel like Kristen or Paige is winning. I mean, if you're trying so to... spend 80, if you're, if you're so then I just get... I have 20 left, and I just throw 20 on Ricky. Yeah. That's what I did. Nothing wrong with that. So I put 50 on Kristen, 30 on Paige, and 20 on Rick. All right, let me fill this out. Did I place all my bets across to some 100? Yes. I just like... Well, yes. I feel like the only way you're probably going to win that thing, though, is if somebody like... Because like how many pe- people are probably going to tie for the win? Like No, but, well, some people are just going to put 90 on Paige or 90 on Rick. That's probably what I would do. What is my name? Trevor Stobb. Ah. Nice. What is this is not email your name. address? Trevor Stobb. Hunter at TrevorStobb.com. I'm just put Trevor at FoundationDisc.com. He's actually putting in my information. I can't wait till this wins. Submit. I'm going to win a million ulti bucks. There you go. Ulti bucks. There you go, Trevor. You are officially just, in the 2022 Pro World Betting Contest. How do you feel? Can't wait. Can't wait. Where, Hunter, can't wait. Disney Super World? excited. Are you going to Disney World if you win? I, if I win the betting contest, I'm going to Disney World. All right. Let's start breaking down who we Why actually think is going to say things this? like that. Trevor, will you lower your mic? I just lowered myself, really. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. Uh, but Worlds gonna, always provides another level of like <laughs> pressure and performance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Did you get his tooth? Right in the yeah. tooth, dude. Worlds always mm, provides another Mike. level of like pressure and performance. So, I mean, I I personally feel like this this year feels most likely for someone quote unquote random to win. Nah, dude. Dude, like I'm the most winning. Likely. Joel Freeman so is winning Worlds this year. He could. Joel Freeman's winning. Like, what are you doing? Because he already got to complain about the course once, so he's already got out of its system. What are you doing if Joel wins? Nothing. I won't even be surprised. No, Trevor. Okay. He he does this. He does this. If Joel wins, what will you do? You gotta wear. You gotta wear a Joel Freeman outfit. If Joel wins, you have to go to Emporia and dry up that creek (laughs) 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 with just a shop vac. You have a shop vac to stop the creek. No, uh, if Joel wins, you have to wear a Joel Freeman outfit for the next month of videos. No. I, w- I like that he has to pl- we what but that, but putt We already have to take him. We already have to take him to. What is Joel Freeman putt with? We already, we already have to take him to Peoria because of his Northwoods Wait, black. Wait, what? A, true. What is the last? What was the last thing I had to, to do for a month in videos or something? It didn't happen, but it was something. What was it? What was that? Because I was like, oh, I would do it in Vegas. Oh, sunglasses. Yeah, oh, Matty yeah, O won. Yeah, Matty O won. So if Matty O wins, you have to wear, su- you have to wear sunglasses. Is that if Matty O wins whole- Worlds? No. Yeah. I think was it, that it? I think it was. I think it was if Matty yeah. O wins Worlds. <laughs> we, we put these so many of these side bets up there for you. Somebody's got to so keep a track of these. If Matty O wins just Worlds. just get a Google during, Doc for me and keep my bets in but it? But we decided it wasn't for Vegas because we want to be able to experience it. Yeah, I was going to so If Matty O wins for the next month, you, you have to wear sunglasses in every video. Yeah, that's how I was going to And if Joel Freeman wins, then you have to. 
It's just gonna have to be money. You're just gonna have to give us money. No, I think I think if Joel Freeman wins, <laughs> yeah, it's just gonna have to be money. No, I can't think of anything else. If Joel Freeman wins, I think you have to make a post about a local course, talking about the unfortunate course design that costs you around. Yeah, you have to pick which course you're gonna do. You to, like, no, take I think a, you have to do peaks. You have to take a picture of like Hideaway or something, and and be like, I was having the best round of my life today until this unfortunate course design. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's not that bad. That's not, that's that's bad not really at all. a punishment. That's just kind of funny. Because if you pick like East or Hideaway, it's coach. It's not going to happen. It. I don't know why we're saying it's not going to happen. Shut it. I think that okay, just fine. to add that's to it, we I'll have do. to choose what course is going to be. No, I think I think it's got to be like a coach design course. So yeah. then, like, so you can it's, so will, it's either Hideaway uh, or no, Falling no, Creek. You know, oh no, do, no, do the dude, hanging I'm not coming after a bed. Hanging basket at East. The hanging basket at East. Yeah, because then it's funny because it's like obviously. They're getting rid of the hanging basket, if I remember correctly. Oh, come on. They're apparently redoing all of these, finally. But I've heard wow. that for the last, like, six years. Well, I've been you know, in they, started, glad I had you know time they started to get, the lake expansion. I did, but that's I'm glad, I'm glad so I had time like to get in my very first time ever doing somewhat okay out there. It wasn't even good. Next. Um, <laughs> it'll be interesting to see if Paul can keep his top two streak I think alive. he will. I think he will. You think he will? Yeah. You see that picture he posted the other day of him, like, in front of, like, the, yeah. the projector on his face? He looked like he was a million years old. Did you notice that? I didn't notice that. He looked like he was. Look at the picture right now. He looked well, like he was a hundred years old. Because it's harsh light, so it casts yeah. No, it was like face. obviously he doesn't look old. It was just the lighting. Who's who's gonna be the first disc golfer from that era to start getting the gray hairs? Because like Rory McIlroy yesterday, like he's not even that old. But that does make him look pretty been, old. He's been playing touring disc golf for a while. And he's got some pepper going on, some salt and pepper action pepper. in his hair, and uh, it makes him look a lot older. And I'm wondering if like if Paul's gonna have some grays coming in. You think Paul's a just for men guy? There's a little buzz going on all of a sudden. Yeah, it's my computer. It's my. Stop that. Oh. oh. Yep. Do you guys think Paul's a, who? If anybody's dying their hair on tour, who is it? Anyone? If if there's somebody Drew out Gibson. there that's dying. Their yeah. Hair. Oh, but like no. right now, Drew right Gibson now? would use like hair. He would get like hair transplant. Are we saying right now, is. currently, or he's going right to now? Kill Visca. That'd be my bet for right oh. now. You think he's dying his beard? No, I just think he's. I mean, he he dresses. He he's very well kept man. That's ah. That's so a he good, like if there was someone on tour that like would care enough about how good they looked because Kale does look freaking good. Whoa, I think it'd be him. That beard, Kale, Kale with a beard. Kale's a good it worked well guy. for him. Kale's a good looking guy. Yeah. Yeah. I've got. I don't think Gray looks bad. I, I don't. One either. of my best friends is my age, and he's got a lot of gray in his hair, and I think it looks cool. No, Gray definitely looks cool. Um, it makes you look old. Do we think? Here's a second second question I have. Do we think that Kristen Tatar is the biggest favorite that we've ever had going into a world championship? Yes. No. No. Has there been a bigger favorite pre- favorite previously? Yeah, I mean, I feel like previously like Ken it was so back in the nineties. <laughs> Think they were probably okay. oh, in our era. I, I, was saying, I think they were probably favoring that guy after he won like eight in a row. No, I'm thinking. I'm thinking combined. Like, is Paige or is Kristen like a la- bigger favorite than like Paul was in the 2012, 13, 14 era? I mean, I even feel like with Paige, like even in previous years, it was just so like she was so dominant. I think we're overhyping the Kristen thing because she had a big win last week, but. I, I feel like Kristen has like a solid like 40 like to me Kristen won until she messes up like if Kristen okay. goes out there and plays okay for her game she's gonna win we do forget that like two weeks ago she didn't play good yeah but she came in second or third so I'm, I'm just saying like I think I think we gotta we gotta pump the brakes I refuse we gotta pump I refuse hit that Evelina Solonen is winning worlds <laughs> I'm not pumping the brakes no 
Because I don't think this is a course that Paige is going to play well at. He's going full throttle. I'm scared. If Paige doesn't play Can I good. say that? I'm, yeah. scared. I'm scared. I don't think this is a course Paige is going to play good at. Katrina Allen's been falling off slightly. Evelyn yeah. Asalanen still I'll can't play. I'll tell you putt. right now, you better watch out for Katrina Allen. This she's she's been under the radar for too long. She she's, has been. She's if gonna Katrina sh- Allen wins. Are you going studies another year? <laughs> <laughs> Katrina <laughs> Allen, Katrina <laughs> Allen, no. Paige Pierce, Evelyn Asalanen, Haley knows. King, Valerie Mandahano, they could all win. But I think it's Kristen Tatar's tournament to lose. Mm. Like if Kristen shows up and plays good, she wins. I don't disagree with you. Yeah. It's Missy Gannon all the way. Okay. What are you doing if Missy Gannon wins? No, I it, I get to choose her pose for the PDGA website if she wins. I told her I would bet on I her. I think you have to post an Instagram picture of you doing the same pose side by side. Oh, Photoshop them. Yeah, show to pop it. That'd be funny. I may have just done that already without <laughs> the bed. Um, I'm just giving you content ideas. Who do you think? Who we'll get? We're about to get into predictions here, so this might give away your who you think's going to win, but might not. Who do you think is the like crowd favorite? The player that the majority of people thinks about to win? Worlds? Eagle Rick. Yeah, I think it's Eagle or Rick. I don't know which one. Well, I think it's, I, I mean that's a crazy statement. The crowd favorite's always Paul every time. I don't. You think? I don't think so. Anymore. I think the crowd favorite is Ricky this year. That- I don't think that all the new players have you guys, that have you guys came been, in recently. Have you guys been paying attention to this golf? <laughs> like Paul has the most following favoritism of any player. Among but you guys. think if you were to poll the disc golf community, who's about to win worlds? They pick Paul. Who's about to win worlds? No, that's you said what I crowd, just said. You said crowd, crowd favorite. favorite to win. Oh, crowd favorite to win. I thought misinterpreted. I thought you meant crowd favorite as in like no, who not like who's going to be the biggest crowd there. Uh, okay. Like who do you think okay. that most people in disc golf yeah. thinks are going to win? Oh, I think Rick. Eagle. Eagle. Yeah, I was say it's Rick or Eagle for sure. I think it's probably Rick out. because I think people forget Eagle. I don't know. I think I just fixed it. I, I see it. It's like laying over top of the power cable. I think I just fixed it. I didn't fix it. Um, so going into Worlds, the points are currently at. I have 111. Connor has 78. Trevor has 62. Um, remember, points for majors are doubled. So instead of getting one point, if you're right in the top three, you get two. Instead of picking where the person's right, you get three, you get six. Uh, and then the dark horse pick, you get two. But we're actually doing something different for Worlds this week uh, because of how deep the field is and everything. I just tweeted the poll, so we'll get a lot okay. of results. Because of how deep the field is, the dark horse pick for this week, we went player outside the top 20. Anyone outside the top 20, you could pick as your dark we horse pick. there to be a chance. And it still goes normal dark horse. So whoever wins gets four points. Whoever's dark horse pick comes in best. But if someone predicts someone's dark horse pick wins Worlds... They get a 20-point bonus. So that could make things interesting if it were to happen. If it were to happen. So let's just start with a Dark Horse were pick. were it to happen. Uh, my Dark Horse pick for World Championships is none under none none other, none other the than <laughs> Ezra Aderhold himself. Ooh. Love that man. It's never going to be a bad pick. I'm more going for just like a solid Dark Horse pick. Like I yeah. don't think he's going to win Worlds. But I think he has a sh- solid shot at winning my dark horse pick. Yeah, I get that makes sense to me. That makes that's sense what I went from for, for it. My pick is Nate Sexton because he can throw forehands really good and he has won a major before. Solid pick. Yeah, like sixty years ago. Six um, years ago, I think. Um, my how about pick. You don't be mean. How about you don't pick a grandpa? For, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna dr- he's gonna drive that electric truck um, dude all over the place. Freaking Rivian, I think it's sick. <laughs> anyway, so um, my pick is Bradley Williams, and I, <laughs> that is a good pick. That's a good pick. That, that is a good pick. That is a good pick. Everyone has solid picks. Early votes between Paul, Rick, Eagle, and other. 
shows Rick leading Paul and Eagle, but other leading all categories. Mm. So a lot of people, people are, think Simon. A lot of people are thinking Simon a or Chris. Probably. Simon. Mm. I don't think anyone's thinking Chris. Well, they should like be. most people think it's Simon. Well, I don't think Chris brother. in this course. These courses. No, yeah. They should be brother. Uh, let's go <laughs> FPO. FPO top three. FPO top three. Well, it's probably Wait. people just thinking the field is more likely to win. Oh, I suppose if they're statisticians. <laughs> FPO top three. Connor, Me? you look like you're jumping on it. Connor, you're jumping all over um, it. My FPO top three is going to be, I, rem- I remember it. Number three, Valerie Mandahano. I just like, you know, it's favoritism, you know, Team Foundation. I just like, I choose her to. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So just. So you pick Mason want- Ford to win as well? Yes. Yeah, I'll get into that later. He said it. He did. I'm writing it down. No, don't write it down. Um, mm, so you're a liar. Yes. Uh, Is he so, lying or telling the truth? Sh- <laughs> so, yeah, Valerie, Valman. And then in second, I have Paige. And first, I have Kristen. Nice. Trevor? Real original, Connor. Uh, let me spice things up. I've got Paige in third. Ooh. Kristen in <laughs> second. And Missy Gannon in first. Because I said I would. Simp. I said I would for that. I said I had to bet on her if I could. And then she said that this is huh? all my interview show. If you haven't watched it, I said if I bet heavily on you to win worlds, and this is pretty heavily, um, can I? If you, and then if you win, can I choose the pose that you do for the PDGA website? And she said I could. I'm doing my part. Now just win worlds. Thank you, Missy. Next. Uh, I'm taking <laughs> Evelina Solomon in third. Okay. I thought about that. Paige Pierce second. Okay. Kristen Tatar first. The only reason I put she Paige Pierce in second because I don't think Paige is going to come in second by any means. Mm. But I think she's either going to win or come in like 10th. Yeah. She will come in second if she, if everybody loses by like 10 strokes. Yeah, sure. But If the field gets crushed, then she makes. I feel like I either Kristen or Paige is going to win. I feel like Kristen's going to win more than I feel like Paige is going to win, so I put one, two. I want her in my top three for the points, but I don't think she's... But I don't think that Val is getting second, so... Mm. Um, and then I guess I'll just roll with my MPO top three. This one's an interesting one. Ooh. I put Simon Lazat in third. <laughs> if you choose, if you choose a person I chose to win, I'm gonna be sad. Ricky w- Wysocki to win to come in second. Okay. Well. And Eagle McMahon to win. Okay. And win right. worlds. Who'd you pick for third? Simon Lazat. Okay. I went Simon Rick Eagle. Yeah, I don't feel like that's a, that's that wacky. It doesn't have Paul in the top two go ahead, for the Connor. first time. That's I would go that's, ahead, that's Connor. What's wacky. That. That's what's wacky. That. Go ahead, Connor. I have. I can't remember. Hold on. You were all excited. And you don't even. Know. All I care about is my number one. Oh. All right, I've got. You, yes. Don't you, you dare do, change you, it. It is you written always, down. You always do not change, change it. You always change yours. You wrote just it down. Just go with what you pick. Because whenever I go to say it out loud, it no, just, just feels, say it. No bad picks. All right, fine. Say his name. Say his name. Like no I've one got, is around. <laughs> I've got Eagle McMahon. In third place. Nothing wrong with that. You're fine. I really wanted to swap these two, but no. I decided not to. I went Paul to keep his streak in, for, in top two. Swapping around second and third does like nothing. I know, but I want to get it perfect. <laughs> it would be a lot of points. And then my 2022 world's first place world champion, the best in the world. You can pick Simon. Calvin. Ganon Burr. That's... That's not a good pick. It's not a good pick. I hope he wins with everything inside me. I would love to see a 17 year old. I mean, I do it. Here's what I say, Connor. I do appreciate the originality. Yeah. Thank you. I want, I want to be interesting. He could very easily come top three. 
No, no doubt in my. I mind. will so say there's this. gonna be a moment whenever they're like, oh my, whenever everybody's like, oh my god, he might win. I there, will, yeah, I he very say, easily could come top. I three. will say that Gannon has been one of the. I would say he's top three most consistent players this year, probably top three or four. And we are playing five rounds of disc golf. Yep. So I I wanted you know if that's it's just the fact that, that you don't have pick. you don't have Ricky or Simon in your top three. Guess what? Didn't have room for him because I was too busy filling it with Gannon. <laughs> All right, um, my picks. I have uh, Eagle in third as well. I have Ricky in second. And I have Paul in first. Because Sick. why not? Just throw good names in the there's top nothing, three. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing wrong. No, there's with no, the right there is people. no wrong answer here. Well, except for Gannon Burr. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Gannon's gonna win. You guys are gonna get no. Gannon's up, gonna. How many world titles do you think Gannon ends his career with? Two. And starts only two. Starts now. I think he gets he's at got least three. So many he gets at least three years of disc golf. He has about him. twenty solid years of disc golf. Eagle, we said that about Eagle when he was like eighteen, and Eagle has how many world titles right now? Well, it's only been about two be years since Siddle. <laughs> it's only been two. He's years what, since he was then. what like twenty two. I'm just saying, like Rick came. Rick from from year twenty twelve. Rick was a threat for the world title. How many titles does he have at twenty nine? Two, and he still has eight years ahead of him. He could get three this weekend. Listen, Eagle. How old is Eagle? I'm Hunter, dude. Last week, I'm pretty sure last week I said, "What did I say last week?" Or I said, "Who did I say would have more world titles than Paul at the end of their career?" I think it was Rick. You did say Rick. Yeah, you I did. It was no, Eagle I, is 24. That's that is a that's you a did hot say take. Rick. That's a hot take. If I had to know, if I actually had to put a number for, I'm just I my prediction is based off of yes, over the next like five years, I would say it's a good chance Gannon gets one of those five, but then. Give it another five years, and I think this sport is just flooded with competitors. I think, I think that makes sense. I think that winning world titles, literally within a three-year stretch, winning worlds got this much harder, like so much harder. Think about another three years and another three years. Like these guys, yeah, but are, the best player in the world is still going to have a solid shot. I don't think he's getting five or six, but three. I think he gets at least three. Okay, so you don't think he's getting, so you think he's getting three or four, and I said two, and that was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's just, let's be, <laughs> so let's be clear on what we're actually talking about here. Okay. Because I okay, I could say two or three. How's that sound? Two or three sound better. Better. Okay. Two or three. Hunter says three or four. I say two or three. Three. Let's agree on three. Three. <laughs> three. I, like three sounds like a good number. Three is a magic number. Like that. He he wins one in the next. Like he wins one every five years, basically for the rest of his yeah, career. Yeah, I like that. And he uh, wins yeah. three. How many think Ricky Triangle. ends with? Real, like, not making a hot take. How many do you think Ricky actually ends with? I think, well, two. If, if he wins this you think year. I he wins another one. <laughs> Just kidding. I think Ricky ends with three. If he wins this I year, give, I, I think he wins one. I think he wins five in his career. Do so you think if he gets to three, he gets to five? If he gets to three this year, he wins five. I think he ends at three. He either wins this year or he wins in the next two years, and then I don't think he wins after that. Tough to say. All right, so in Does two- Paul get another world? If one Paul more. doesn't win this year, I think he, I think he gets one more in general. I think he wins one more title. Mm, if he wins this year, he Connor, wins two. Connor doesn't think he wins. If he wins, anymore. if he wins this year, he wins, he wins two. If he doesn't win this year, he gets one the more. The question is, how ever. much longer is Paul's career? That's what I'm. I don't. I don't know. That's the hardest thing about this is because like I think Paul is 32 years old. There, like you can keep if you keep your body in shape. Well, he's got at least. But he's getting. He's just signed a ten-year, ten million dollar deal. He's, he's going to be for at playing, least that long. but no, I'm saying if you keep your body in shape, you can throw competitively far. Like there are MLB pitchers that are throwing so hard at, in their like. But it's mid more just like disc golf's way harder though. Well, it's more just the uh, the <laughs> tour grind on your body. 
Yeah. I, like, no, how I long agree. do you want to do it? Well, yeah. Well, when you have when you're getting a million dollars a year. Well, yeah, so but like in ten years, like he's gonna be he has to play till he's what 39, 38 with that contract. So we're gonna see. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna see. So I, I I have no idea how long his his prime will last. I think he'll towards the end of that contract, he'll get more selective about what events he goes to. But it's hard for me to say that Paul won't be competitive into his upper thirties at at majors. Like maybe he's not like he's that guy that oh well, he's like well, Phil. Yeah, right. Like, cause like even Phil, like he just won the Open a few years ago, or was it last year? Last year, I think it was. I think yeah. it was last it was year. Last year, two. Because years he's ago. just like there are certain guys who know how to win at the highest level, and like when they get that magic spark, they can win in golf. So yeah, I wouldn't write him off. Final, t- final two questions: Kristen Tatar, zero-time world champion. How many worlds does she get? How old is Kristen? She's got to be in her upper twenties. Kristen Tatar. She does not have a Wikipedia page about her. Dang it. I would I had to place her. I would place her at like 27, 28. She's 30. And she's won none. Zero time world champ. I'd give her two world titles. Well, two. Okay. I have a question. What how long has she been playing? Because we haven't really I might be wrong, but I don't feel like I've heard her name until this Since year. Since 2014. Was the first time she ever played an event. Yeah, but she played the Estonian she's championship only been around and won. since what 2019, 2018, 2015. She just she did a lot in Europe. Yeah, it feels yeah. So it feels like she came out of nowhere for last us year. And started well, last year is when she really put herself as like I'm a top three player, but she had been around before last year. Yeah, I'm trying to see like the first time she would have played a tournament, we would have known. 2017, she came in seventh at U.S. Women's. But that was the only. She also came in sixth at the European Open, so those are the only two she played in 2017. 2018, she came in fourth at U.S. Women's. Eighth at Worlds. Third at European. No, that's not what it. Was eighth it? at Worlds. That's not. That's the wrong European Open. European Open didn't happen that year. Fourth at Kona Pish Day. Well, when did she win U.S. Women's? Was it 2019? 2019, she started touring. She started. Yeah. So that was okay. So 2019, then obviously 2020. Because 2019 is the year she won U.S. Women's. So that's when you heard about it. You've heard about it for three years. What's the stat? And the final question. Okay. Paige Pierce, how many does she end up with? She's 37 years old. Well, this says 31. Somewhere else said 37. She's not 37. She's 31. (laughs) She's definitely 31. Yeah. yeah. If you search Paige Pierce age, I wonder if it's still coming. That's so funny. Somebody said she's 37. About 31. No, Katrina Allen's 37. That's what it said on Google. Paige Pierce, 31. Um, she's got five right now. She's got five right now, 31 years old. Man, she could end up with eight. Eight? The FPO field is, is just... Wait, did we uh, say how many Kristen's going to end up with? Two, I said. Two? I agree with two. I think two's a fair I number. I feel like that feels good. Paige can have I think she goes eight. back to back. I think she wins this year and next year, Kristen. The FPO field just isn't... It's getting there, it's but getting it's there, but it's not happening as quickly as the MPO field to where like Paige could realistically play out. Paige could realistically play out of her thirties still as a top ten player, very easily. She could do it. Yeah. So at least the way things are looking right now. So that's yeah. Neither one, none of us have the two world champions from last year in our top three for this year. It's very that's interesting. Correct. I thought about. I don't feel convicted about it. Well, I had Katrina in mind until I was like, "Oh yeah, I need to put Missy as my winner." But then, yeah, James, no. But I wouldn't. It's not going to shock me if Conrad almost wins or wins. I don't like he does win. You punt with Nomads for a year. 
I just took the nomads out of my bag, man. Yeah, it's too too soon, Connor. Yeah, you saw it. We gotta find you new putters today. I already got them. Okay, in my bag. Judges, PA threes. Smart man. Went back. Did you have some good ones? Mm-hmm. Had some good. Had some memories. Some good. Ins- I have yeah, a question I, for Also, you if guys. I decide to throw, I have two more 2014 Proto PA threes that are the best throwers, and they're just sitting on my shelf if I want to throw them. I have a question for you guys. And this is not related to worlds. This is just disc golf related. Well, good because we're about to transition out of worlds. You mind if I do it right now? Yeah. Transitioning out of worlds, seamless transition. Um, we're actually not because the trivia is going to be worlds related. Dang it! What part of your game would you sacrifice to make every inside the circle putt? Hundred percent inside the circle putt to sacrifice part of your game. My forehand. Like, I was about to say, would you sacrifice your forehand? You can't. No, throw I'd sacrifice my overhand. Yeah, I was gonna say I would just sacrifice uh, well, yeah. my overhand. I, I mean, I was, I was. It's not like a trick question where like. Nah, I'd sacrifice my roller. Wouldn't <laughs> be able to throw a roller. <laughs> no, I'd rather have a roller than an overhand. I think I'd rather have an overhand. Than I a say like I can't throw a raptor. Like I, I like my part of. You know, I'd sacrifice my mini. Probably my scuba. I couldn't mark my disc. <laughs> my turbo putt. No, are you saying like if big I actually part had to get game? rid of like yeah. backhand or forehand? I'm not getting rid of either. Wouldn't, I just would lose. You wouldn't get ri- you wouldn't get rid of your forehand to no, make I wouldn't have as much, I wouldn't have as much fun playing disc golf. I, oh, I, didn't, I, rea- I didn't realize disc golf was about fun to you. If I could be 100% C1X and 50% C2, I'd get rid of my forehand. I yeah, I would I would have to agree with you. And I'd be a lot better player. Yes, completely. I just can't imagine like not being able to scramble. Would it matter? You just got to get within 50 feet now. 60 feet. Yeah, but like sometimes, sometimes like you just can't throw a backhand. Like yeah, but I think you got you like one of these step outs. Like, what are you going to do? Jump putt out and then just get to 60 feet. Well, but he said inside. The you have a, you have a scramble. <laughs> no, okay, I step you have out. scramble shots less often than you have putts. Though. Wait for this. Wait for this. Step out thumbers. Throw it like a forehand. Like a flex forehand, same exact thing. Just going I think it's just one of those things where, would like, you, <laughs> would you take <laughs> the rules are would a little you lose, too complicated here? Would you take would you take fifty feet off of your distance for? That's a better question. I don't even know what it's distance. for, but if I gain something in my game and only lo- go from throwing four twenty five to three seventy five, I'm losing that. Seventy five feet for what? Putting? For inside one hundred percent, one hundred percent and fifty. Yeah, I just hate the idea of losing distance because I don't really have that much to begin with. <laughs> Terrifies me. So I throw three fifty, but I basically never miss a putt. Yeah, I'm taking that inside the circle. I'm taking that. You have to take it if you want. If you want to yeah. be a competitive, just yeah, it, it depends. Three fifty is plenty of distance. That's fine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I'd just be so sad when there's like a water carry that now you just can't make it. And it's <laughs> like it would take a lot of fun out of disc golf for me. It'd be fun that you'd make all those putts, but like you get to this awesome that hole you go downhill dough, dude. at North Cove, like you wouldn't get there. Well, how far could I throw downhill though? The same amount of three fifty power. power. So like I could get Th- close. I get to sixty foot. You you freaking rip the crap out of that disc to park it. Like, yeah. If you lose seventy five feet of distance, take seventy five feet off that disc. I'm still within sixty feet short, so I got a fifty percent chance of making it. You were ne- you were you were pin high. You that take was 70- deep. That was like circles edge deep. Okay. Right. I don't remember. Doesn't matter. This is not. This is a dumb. This is a dumb. It's time for the trivia. Connor, yeah. dude, you always get stirred yeah. up, bro. Hey, <laughs> you always hey. get stirred hey. up, dude. Hey, 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 hey. hey. You know not to ask hey. us questions. Hey. Who Trevor's runs trivia. the world? Worlds. <laughs> Trevor's trivia. Let me transition back into worlds real quick. Yes. Who runs the world? Worlds. Worlds. Just is, wanna have fun. This <laughs> is gonna be the game. The game is 
Some Connor is being assigned MPO. Hunter's being assigned in. FPO. Okay. To kind of balance Wait, will you it say out. it again? I was singing. You, you have being, MPO, you have MPO. Hunter's okay. FPO. Okay. One okay. at a time. People I'm, like when we talk all at the same time. One at a time. I'm going to give you 10 seconds to go back, start from oh last gosh. year and name as many world champions in backwards order <laughs> as possible. <laughs> I Wait, lost. What do you mean in backwards order? I'm going to let Hunter go first. Katrina out. Ready? Wait, how many times do I have you in between? You get 10 seconds. Ready? No, you literally to name as many back as you can. Go. Katrina Allen, Paige Pierce. Paige Pierce. Paige Pierce. <laughs> Valerie Jenkins. Katrina Allen. Your time is up. Sarah Holcomb. Mind. Paige I, Pierce. You made it five back. Was that correct? I don't know. You were supposed to be fact-checking me. Well, well I, I feel like... I, I just said more, Paige like five times. I think, it'd be way more, I think it was made more funny if you... Uh, if you said them all, and then we could go back and look because I just okay. I didn't want to just like <laughs> in the middle of one. So I don't can, remember right, the ready? years. I don't remember the ready? years. Okay, Connor, I, race I'm ready. Set, go. James Conrad, Paul Macbeth, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> Time. Oh, sorry. Dang you got it. two. I was trying to. Wait, wait, how far? I messed up on. I, I got confused whenever Barsby. Go, I missed Page. Dang it! I was going to go Barsby next. I missed oh. the same one. I missed Page Shoe. It what, goes Cat so, Page Page Shoe Page Val. I thought so. Barsby, you only got two as well. I got well. If you count Val Page Page Cat. Now, how many four. did you get in order before you missed two. one? I went. Kate. So we got. We, we both. We both messed up the twenty eighteen. I was going okay. to go Barsby twenty seven. Okay. What I'm going to do? Wait. Close this real quick. We both messed up the twenty eighteen worlds. All right. What I'm going to mm. do now is I'm going to give you a year. You're still MPO, you're still FPO, and you have to name oh, first one to name the world title champion correctly oh, wins. Ready? 2004. Ken Climb. Elaine King. I mean, why would you go that far back? To make it Barry hard. Schultz. To give you a chance. You want to know who won in 2004? Brigada Lagerholm. <laughs> <laughs> who won? Who? Brigada Lagerholm won in 2004. Who you won for MPO? I don't know. Because that, that's important for Connor. What did you I say? Can Climo. You said Climo. I think it was DOS. Oh, dang. I forgot Nate DOS existed. Where is men's Never world? Never forget Nate DOS. Well, it must be above women's up here. <laughs> I'm so mad. I felt I, I was going Greg Barsby for 2017. It was Barry. It was 2004 it was, it was, was Barry Schultz. Oh, I give me that. Right. All right, here comes another one. Here comes another one. 2007. Des Redding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Miss it again? I surely. 2007? I think that might be DOS, is it? Yeah. It was DOS and Jenkins. It was their first. It was Connor when they D, won together. You win, Connor. D. Des Redding won 2006. <laughs> I was close. I was given such the advantage there. Des Redding won, won her third in 2006. <laughs> That's so funny. Brigada Lagerholm. Like, <laughs> Who the frig is Brigada? What happened you to her? You guys don't have one of her t shirts? Yeah. <laughs> Does she still play? You Brigada have skills. You Brigada, like Brigada. be kidding me. <laughs> She's from Sweden. She's. We've had a Swedish world champ. Dang, man. Brigitta. Brigitta. Not Brigitta. Brigitta La- Lagerholm. Brigitta life, dude. Brigitta the crap out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you guys about this app. Okay. Page, yeah, Val, Page, yeah. Page, Cat, Val. <laughs> hey, if I said only first name, did I only say Page? First name? Oh! oh! I've been Paige Pierce, so I'll I'll take the L. But <laughs> I technically got it right. Win, brother. No, you do. You can win. Let's share it. You want to tie? No. All right. <laughs> I win. Uh, I so this app like Instagram, Instagram <laughs> ad, an Instagram ad came up for this app called Sense Blend. That sounds and like I drugs. didn't understand what the heck it was. <laughs> it popped up and it was a video and it said we had some news and oh, like it was saying they're available. You. And um. But what? So basically, are you it, doing a read right now? No, 
No. I'll murder you, dude. <laughs> I'm not doing a read. Okay. I thought this was crazy. So you you wear your watch and basically I'm gonna well, need I to see those it. DMs, bro. I misunderstood it. Um <laughs> No, because I think this is one of the cooler like develops I in technology. Swear, bro, if we get off this and you have you a DM look from my, them and they paid you, they did not pay me. I, I DM'd them and asked them for more information on how their app worked because I didn't understand it. And then once they explained it, I thought it was fascinating. That's it. Mm, so you were just trying to work a deal. So you no, to, I just I just was curious what this app was. You can use Hunter's affiliate link. I think I would have been proud if you would have done that. Yeah, you could like go to like hunterthomas.com/slash/sensible. No, and <laughs> no. I, All right, I, I would love for them. So basically, you wear your watch. Yeah. Right yes. on your right hand, or if you're left hand, you wear your left hand. And when you go to throw, what it seemed like is before you throw or before you putt, you like do this motion to like let them know I'm about to start my motion. Then you throw, and it tracks the motion using the accelerometer in the app mm-hmm. to track what it, like what your throw did. The it motion. goes on your Apple Watch, or you your Apple it? Watch, Apple Watch, and then it's on there. And what, but what it does though is it tracks. So like, let's just use a putt. I do that, and then I do my whole putting motion. And then what you do is once you have one, you're like, that was it. That's a good putt. You let the app know. Okay, that was it. That's a good putt. And what it does is it uses the accelerometer. And you have to you wear headphones and it plays audio to time, to time it? for you to time it over and over. People people practice putting in golf. Like you'll see them on putting greens with uh, headphones in because they use a um, metronome metronome to practice putting. That is a thing. So this will like what it's it played the sound and basically like you do your wrist and it goes and it like it gets like increasingly loud to when you release is like the loudest. I feel like it would throw me off. That's interesting. I'm so like intrigued. it allows you to get the timing. So when you're pra- and Dang. it does the same for like a backhand or forehand when you have your timing right. So it like allows you to re- learn how to replicate. This that is timing the crap I'm before. talking about. When people say that like AirPods, like how could that ever be cheating? This is the crap I'm talking about. Imagine you've got a guy out there on the course with AirPods in. You assume, mm-hmm. assume he's listening to Kevin Jones' front run, net run, back nine, round front, front nine. But really, <laughs> really, he's out there with a timing app, timing his putt. Like that's what. Yeah. I, that's why I say that AirPods are a slippery or with slope. Or like insider information, like make this putt. Yeah, yeah. So the no, guy's like, says, "Hey, man, you should make this putt," and then he knows. So they said they've built a system that collects movement data and convert. If it's not available yet, it's still in beta testing. Ah! Um, but. <laughs> You can you can apply for beta, beta tests on their website, but You're they a built a system like a beta that collects movement data and converts it into an abstract yet abstract yet guiding sound. So imagine you're putting; each putt is collected from start to finish. You then tell the app which putts were good ones when everything feels right. As you continue to putt, you keep feeding it with the good ones, and the app creates a golden reference off of all the liked throws. So what you're able to do then is to guide you with sound. So imagine you performed a putt with a bit more hyzer, then the references the guiding sound pans over to your left ear opposite for Anheuser. So as you practice, you're getting more data. So like if your wrist turns more, oh, that's so it'll cool. pan to your left ear to let you know, hey, that was a little more Heiser. Oh my God. That is so See, I cool. want that. I want, I want that. that app to be able to interpret my game it's, and make it into art. Maybe an NFT. <laughs> so it's yes. called Sense Blend because it says, imagine, so it's basically like you're, you're incorporating another sense into your throat. Sound. It's a new kind that of biofeedback cool. system. Dude, that that's very cool. so sick. I don't know. I just saw it was advertised. Are you getting in the beta? I'm gonna try, yeah. Dude, so I'm gonna try it out. I gotta dude, find my app or dude, my Apple Watch, dude. But yeah, it looked. I mean, it looked pretty cool because, like, basically, when you're doing field work, then you could like know that was a good one and know how to replicate that it timing awesome. wise. That is awesome. And then, because like they, uh, there's a thing back in the day where dude, someone was trying so to develop a, a putting program, and they put this thing on Reddit mm-hmm. for you. They're like, we just need a bunch of testers to test our putting program. And it was basically like a, a mental putting thing. I remember this, and I did it. 
Mm-hmm. So I applied for it. And like step one was you had to change your putter. They're like, you need to get rid of the history of your old putters, change your putter. But then a part of it. Can't do that. I'm in a bed. As you were building it up, <laughs> one of the things was it told you to come up with like a, a key phrase to say in your mind yeah. that timed it. So you'd start here and whatever it was. I forget what mine was. Mine was like something rocks. Maybe it was disc golf rocks or something because I had like a three part putt. So I was like syllable one, syllable two, syllable three. Yeah. And you just repeat that every time you putted. So then when you get on the course, you'd have that same timing. And so as long yeah. as you're like, boom, 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 then it gave you something to take your mind off the putt and put your mind onto the timing that you had nailed down. It's very your true. Rhythm and tempo is something that's not talked about. People talk about timing so much in disc golf, but they forget to talk about rhythm and tempo when that is how you achieve timing. And it's like in golf, it's huge. Like literally, like I said, like people putt with metronomes next to them and time the doot, 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 like to their um you know, pull back and, and striking the ball and whatnot. But yeah, it's a big deal. Yeah. I don't know. Makes sense. Blend. Sense blend. Something I'm, about. I'm excited. And be sure to use my code 110. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been uh, so fun. While you were talking about that, I came up with a very good idea. Let's hear it. For a video. We should do, you guys play disc golf with um, ankle weights on your wrist. Oh, oh on the wrist. Weighted. Yeah. That would be interesting. That would suck. Yeah, your shoulder would I also, surely break. I also just with. thought of another idea. Okay. Which is that we play disc golf with like really nice headphones on, and then somebody, the other person, has control of what goes into them. <laughs> Only to funny. a certain volume, but like you're about to putt, and then just like some fart noise kicks in or something. Like I would just have tons of voice memos lined up, <laughs> and I just <laughs> rattle them off. <laughs> All right. Uh, final story that we got to talk about really quick. Um, was UC Marezva broke some news last week. Uh, he posted on Instagram and said, this is the hardest message I've ever written. I've committed a crime. They'll have consequences for me, my family, and my company. I've been convicted of buying sex from an adult in Sweden. What I did was horrible and wrong. I have cruel, cruelly broken the trust of my family and all people who know me. This is There's absolutely nothing that supports the action I did, and I take full responsibility for it. I've started to take action to help, help for my problem. My goal is now to support my mourning family. This is the only time I'm going to talk or comment on this incident in public, and I'll not comment on my personal life any farther. I'm taking a leave of absence to try to be with my family. I'm truly sorry for everyone that I've hurt with this. Discmania also released a statement saying, an unfortunate action has been taken by UC Merezma as an individual in Sweden in May. UC's actions do not reflect our company's values on any level. Spin 18 and Discmania do not support any criminal activity because UC's actions do not represent our organization's core values. UC, UC will be taking an extended leave of absence to focus on his family and his well-being. He will take full responsibility for his actions. UC has been convicted by the Swedish court, and he's been punished accordingly. What he did was wrong, and we do not condone such behavior. So, bring that up, A, because we're a disc golf show, and it was pretty big news. Um, I don't think we actually have to like, talk about anything that he did or whatever, uh, repercussions from that. Um, but I do think what's going to be interesting going forward is Discmania is in this limbo period right now where they're developing new molds, yeah. coming out with new plastic, constantly doing new releases and stuff like that and kind of like rebuilding their originals line. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty crucial time for the leader of your company and the like main, the founder, the visionary to be have to step away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with this mania over the next few. Uh, it doesn't say how long his leave of absence is. I'm sure it'll be a while. Um, it'll be interesting during that time frame, Like, because at first, it's easy to keep the same vision and everything moving in the same direction when the visionary leaves. But over time, you can start to like whoever takes that spot, takes that becomes a decision maker, can start changing things slightly. And Discmania could slightly change. Um, 
I don't know. It's just going to be an interesting one to watch now that we, obviously, this has been made public. We all know what's going on. It'll be interesting just to see how Discmania reacts uh, moving forward and if there's any noticeable difference with um, quality or if they hold disc releases until, like, if he is he still doing like disc approvals from home right. or like it's good. I don't know. It's a very interesting one to watch. Just something to kind of keep on the radar. I don't think it's something that has to be talked about really beyond that. Um, unless someone else has something to say, but I just think it's yeah. be interesting to yeah. watch Discmania moving forward because now that we know there's a developing situation. Really, yeah, the founder yeah, visionary really like stepped an, away. There's not really like an opinion to have on it. Yeah, unless for some reason you think that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. And, yeah, and in which case I would be confident telling you you were wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, there it is. Discmania ends it up. Uh, World Championship starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Jeez, we've arrived. It's here. It's time. Game are. time. Uh, you can watch it live on the Disc Golf Network. I believe PDGA you're members gonna get... You're going to watch. You're going to want to see Garen Burr win his first Worlds. Yeah, I believe PDGA sure. members get the final two rounds of Worlds for free. Wow. I don't That's know if they're doing final going. round free on YouTube. Oh, That should. would suck. I don't know if they are or not. They should. uh, But PDJ members, you can watch them anyways. So PDJ actually just put something out recently that showed you how to get access to it. Redeem free PDJ member access to select content. So if you're a PDJ member and you don't already have that, uh, it shows you on, there's like an article on the PDJ that shows you step by step how to do it um, and get your free coverage and all that. Also this Saturday for the MPO final round, we'll be doing a companion stream. So you can have us up in one tab, the world's coverage up in the other tab and watch disc golf right alongside us. We'll have uh, quite a bit on the line. I believe as of right now, it's a $250 Amazon gift card that's on the line. Yeah. Uh, so pretty electric. We'll have, you know, just some fun times, a little side bets going on. Uh, we'll explain it more kind of as the week goes on, but that's going to be happening Saturday when we'll start the live stream, probably like five, 10 minutes before the lead card tees off. And um, yeah, we hope to see you guys in the chat, hang out with us, watch some world championship it's probably going to be a tournament you're never going to want to, you're not going to want to miss. You're never going to want to Never going to give you up. That's, <laughs> Who that's runs the world worlds? <laughs> that's how it's ending. I love that. Sing us out, Connor. Who runs this mother worlds?